Brother Ford's coming. Well, glory to bless him. Appreciate him. Appreciate the, his good family, this good church, and, and all that helps us here. A lot of times you don't get the recognition you ought to, but let me tell you, I appreciate you. God appreciates you. And I want you to just open your heart up. Let the hand of God, the blessings of God be poured out in this place tonight. Let's welcome Brother Ford to this pulpit again tonight. God bless him in Jesus' name. Could I just hear you clap your hands unto your God? Come on, is that all you got? said that a while ago and he said it again so that's what I'm going to do I'm going to be country now I ain't gotten the notes because I really ain't gotten the message spelled out I got what I got hope it'll be all right with you. How many of you remember the last time I was here in this place doing this? Not to put you on the spot, but how many of you remember what it was about? Anybody? Altar. I'll let you know this. I don't want you to feel guilty about it. Are you here for this? Yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to read just a portion. St. Luke, the sixth chapter. I'd just like to talk to us a little while. Is that all right? It's good to have Mr. Ohio with us tonight. Toledo, up next to the Great Lakes. Still making country up there. Good to have him. Six and twelve. If I was to read eleven. And they were filled with madness and communed one with another what they might do to Jesus. And it came to pass in those days. 
that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and he chose twelve. But he separated himself, and he went out apart into the mountain to pray. The Bible says, and he prayed all night. Let's love the Lord. Let's lift our hands. Let's pray. God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. The truth that we have found in you. God, we have need of you more than we ever have before. The day is late. The hour, oh God, is passing to a close. And here we are, Lord, the children of the Most High God, with a call on our lives, with a mandate from you. God, use us, anoint us. Bless your people tonight, God. Touch my mind. Touch my mind. My heart and my spirit and help me to deliver, oh God, my body. To this people. Yes, Lord. Lord, bless you. You may be seated. Would you clap your hands one more time unto Jesus? You know, I guess I'm immune from the coronavirus. They say if you've got a cold, you can't get it. I have a perpetual cold, it seems. The psalmist said his cup runneth over, and it's for me, it's my nose. And uh, hallelujah, and my cup. I'm not getting into that, Lord help me. I messed up. I messed up. I'm going to go home and serve the Lord. But I do have a little something I'd, I'd like to talk to us about. I mentioned a little bit this morning, and all of us, we, we know where we are. We, uh, with the things that's going on in our lives. Uh, the turmoil, the perplexities of life, things bombarding our senses from every corner. And it seems like we have no time to get liberated from carnality and worldliness or things of this life and the cares of life and and one writer said in the deceitfulness of riches but even if it's not deceitfulness it it just takes both the husband and wife anymore just about almost without fail if you don't have a pretty good job paying a pretty good wage then it's going to take two of you working just to buy groceries and have a way to go back and forth to get them and so our society and the world has got it to where we're between uh, the, the a rock, as, it, as a cliche says, between the rock and a hard place. And, and we find ourselves battling every day. And, uh, and oftentimes, Pastor Moore, we, we, we put on the back burner the things that are the most important. Because it seems like that we're obligated to this one and we're obligated to that one. And because we are children of God, then we want to try to make sure that we pay our debts and that we try to do things circumspectly and that we, we got everything, you know, we got it just right because we want the world to see that God in us allows us or makes us and causes us and, and urges us to do the right thing, to be righteous and to be like him, to, to try to maintain in the midst of being right, to be holy. And so Jesus here, before he, 
this scripture that I read, I'm not, I'm not going to be long. I'm trying not to be long. But I got something I want to try to get out. Look, I come to church. I come to church because today I've come because I need help. I didn't come here to see what you had on. I didn't come here to see what you might think about what I might say. I come to see the power of God move me to a dimension where I've not yet been. And I want to see him work in your life. Oh, it's not enough to come. And sit on a pew. We got babies that's been taken away. We got others that they're, they're making rulings in court. And things are going. And we got our loved ones. They're out there beyond and outside the ark of safety. And we've got those who's come in and out of these doors. And they went back out without getting what they need. It's time that we see the power of God. And the life of God. In the house of God. And so, before he goes into that mountain to pray all night, he goes to the house of God, if you please. He goes to the house of God, and he's in a synagogue, and there is a man with a withered hand. And the church people are looking at him, and they're looking askance at him, or askance, if you please. And they're wanting to know, what are you going to do that we're waiting to see if he would heal on the Sabbath day? Hey, I don't, I don't know about you, hey, but I want God to move when I come to the house of God. I don't want to question. I don't want to be the one that stops the move of God. But somehow, let there be in me something that says, power of God, move. Whatever you got to do, move in the house. And the man with the withered hand, he said, is it good to do righteous and holy things and to heal on the Sabbath day or not? And they wouldn't answer. They were just wanting to accuse him of something because they didn't like him. Because he didn't just goose step to what they thought. He knew they had changed the law. If you said this and you paid, then you didn't have to keep the law. And if you done this and you paid, it was all right. Kind of like our judicial system today. If you got enough money, you can get off even if you murder somebody. Oh, hallelujah. But it don't matter if you kill a little unborn baby. It's all right. It ain't even wrong to do that. You can kill it many of them as you want to. Hey, Hitler would have loved it in this day. And so he says unto the man with the withered hand, he said, stretch forth thy hand. And he stretched it. And when he stretched it forth, says some more, that old withered hand, it was withered. He couldn't even reach it out. But he said, stretch forth the hand. He could have reached out that other hand. But furthermore, I don't think he had any doubt which hand to reach. He took that hand because he believed that he was a mighty God. He stretched that old hand. And when he started moving, it just went right on out like it's supposed to. Hey, he'll make you Oh, it's in this house where it's supposed to happen. It's in this house where that's supposed to happen. Pastor Moore, we come in here and we come in here, we sit on the pew and we sit back there and we act like everything's all right. We come in and we got our dress just right, but our withered hand, somehow or another, we, we managed to keep it hid. We managed to keep that, that limp hid and we managed to keep the knees knocked out of our britches and our elbows gone hid. And we come in and we put on a face and we act like everything's all right. And all the time, he's standing in the midst of the house and he's saying show me your withered hand I want to see what you got what's going on in your life how broken are you how disgusted are you how wasted are you I want to see we come in everything's all right we try to hide the fact that we've been no good 
And we, we're even disgusting, disgusting in the eyes of some of the world. We've done let down and failed. Somehow or another, we bypass that altar too many times. It's not because we really wanted to. And sometimes because of our own lust, every man is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Hey, you can't blame everything on the devil. But I will tell you this. It's his fault because he puts it out there for you to lust after. He makes sure that he takes your weakness. And he puts it out there on the billboard. And he banks it by the street side when you walk by. He has it right there pressing back and forth, getting your attention, however he may do it. And when you fall, you come to the house of the Lord. And you're busted and broken. And you're in need of help. But you try to hide it. And in the very place where there should be help. So the man is healed. The withered hand is made whole. And they're mad. Jesus says, I'm going to need some help. So he went alone into a mountain to pray. And an all night prayer meeting, Brother Billy. You know how long it's been? I thought about you know how long it's been since I really spent all night in prayer. When I re- and I really spent all night till the breaking of the day in prayer. Is there not a cause? When was the last time? Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. And I come in here. Brother Mary, all I want sometimes is somebody just to lay their hand on me. Just somebody to lay their hand on me. Just somebody to to reach out with faith and to hear the voice of God. Just put their hand. Oh, but you're a rock. You're this and uh, you're that. Oh, oh, look, look at my feet. There is shoe leather. This one has eczema on it. Almost never, ever, ever goes away. Sometimes, a lot of times it weeps. Sock sticks to it. Crust forms. Went to the doctor. Shots. Oh, I have to give you a little more shot. Oh, I have to give you a little more shot. Can't give you no more. That's the most you can get. Look like it did the first day I went. I got this magic potion. Take it to the apothecary over there. And they're going to grind it all up and mix it all up. And they're going to mix it up just like I got it wrote down on this paper. And when they mix it all up, it's going to help you. It did. Look just like it did before. More or less. So you know what I say? I say, huh, I can do better than that. I can do nothing at all and just put some kind of stuff and keep it from itching so bad on it, and I'll be good. You know what? At times I do just as good as they do with the high-powered needles and charging me an arm and a leg. But who am I? Pastor Moore. I'm just one of you. Me and you, Brother Barry. Brother Brennan, all of you, we're the same. He's the pastor. He's the man God said over you. Hear his voice. I would get into that, but I'm not. Because you can't hear his voice. You definitely ain't going to hear God's. Hey, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a preacher glorifier. I know they put on their shoes just like I do. 
But I know the order of God and how God works in humanity. And his order is to speak. God who at sundry times and in divers manners hath in times past spoken unto us by the prophets. But in these last days has spoken unto us by his son, Jesus Christ. And so God said, I'm going to speak, but I'm going to speak through my son, my representative. My mediator. And you know what he's doing today? His man, his mediator for this church, this body. And so, he prays. And when he comes back, the disciples come together and he chooses 12 out of them. I need some help with this. And he said unto them, Mark 16 and 15, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I just want to know tonight, is there anybody in the house that fits that description? Do you believe God? Have you been born again of the water and of the spirit? He needs some help in the house when I come I need some help in the house some of you are addicted not just not just to, to church not just to work I remember a preacher years ago would come through here, preached a little while, found out that he was addicted to drugs, prescriptions, but was addicted. Let me just help y'all out a little bit tonight. If you've got a problem and you can't seem to get a handle on it and stop it, you need to get help. And your help is here in the house of God. We're too proud for them to see our deformity. We're too proud to show off the witheredness. We're king's kids, but we become crippled in our feet when we were running from the enemy. And you should have never run from the enemy. God is your keeper and your help. You should never flee from the devil, but you should tell him, get thee behind me. Resist the devil. And he'll flee from you. Submit yourself to God first. Oh, I know. Brother Ford, you, you got us all wrong. No, I got us all right. All right. When's the last time you see the wheelchair come up here and somebody get out of it? When was the last time somebody was born again of, of the water and the spirit, baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire? How many times have they been back and forth and never received the baptism? How many, how many people have you seen coming in off the street, coming in the 300 souls that's God gonna, that God's going to give us here? Plus, 300 plus. How many of them have you seen lately? Oh, I know God's working. He's doing great things. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that it's only the tip of the iceberg. We hadn't even started what God is going to do here. But I want to be a part, and I want you to be a part. But you got to come for help you've got to realize and you've got to admit I've got a problem and Jesus says he only helped 
Feel my help with me. What I want to know is, Brother Brendan, there was a man sick of palsy. You said it. They tore the roof off. What I want to know is, where are the four? We got the palsy. We got them. We got those that's broken down. We got the blind, the blind, the lame, and the maimed. We got the, the, the ones that's been tattered and torn by sin. And, and the marks of leprosy are upon them. And they don't have everything that they ought to have because they've lasted too long outside of the ark of safety. But I'm telling you, if we could just get four, if we could just get two or three, agree. If there's two or three that gather together in my name, I'm there. Where is the four? Can we get somebody with enough faith to tear the roof off? Brother Moore, sometimes I just need somebody just to lay their hand on me. I need the church to lay its hand on me. He said, if any man is sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and the paraphrase shall save the sick. And if he committed sin, it shall be forgiven him. Hey, are you sick? Are you beat down? Have you got something wrong? Come to God and let the church play and believe it. But it all comes through faith. I know in whom I have believed. I know that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. You know what? now and now he's standing on the mount and he's looking and he's saying oh Jerusalem Jerusalem Mount Zion Church of God how often would I have gathered thee as a hen would gather her brood? But somehow you just would not. Come on. You ain't got to hide it. You ain't got to hide it. We're your friends. We'll get on each corner. Pastor Moore, would you get on a corner with me? Brother Brandon, would you get on a corner with me? Brother Barry, would you get on a corner? Andrew, would you help carry it? Jared, would you help carry it? Bradford, would you help me carry it? How would I have gathered thee together as a hen tethered to But you would not. He said, Behold, I give you power to tread on scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy. He gave that to them before the day of Pentecost. What do you think they got when they were filled with the Holy Ghost and fire in the upper room? Brother Barry, he didn't give them. And he said, and, and cloven clouds of smoke sat upon each of them. Or, or smoke from a distant flame of fire came down from heaven. And the house was filled with smoke. And they had to run out. And they run outside because the cloud of smoke was so thick that they couldn't breathe. And so when they run outside and they caught their breath, they spake in tongues as Does that even sound right? What did it say set upon each of them? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you know. Brother Barry done a good job the other night, did he? At Cobra Tones, like as a fire, like as a fire, like as a fire. I don't want to live in smoke. I want to live in the fire. I want it to burn in me. I want it to burn out everything that's impure. I want it to let me be a light. I want it to let it let me be a power of God in a dark place. The power of God to be manifest in the house of God. Stand up. I'm done. God's calling us to revival. He's calling the church to revival. Come on. I said he's calling the church to revival. Hallelujah. I said he's calling the church to revival. But you're going to pray. Yeah, you're going to have to pray. Look at me. Everybody take a good look at Brother Ford. Let me get up here so you get a good look at my physique. Mama keeps telling me, I want y'all to just look. Oh, don't that thing look good right there? Took me 60 years to get that. Well, 50-something, but the last year, it's it's really, uh, that's what I want the church to do is grow. Less of me and more of the church. Before I got the day job at work, worked over three years on straight days. Didn't realize it that my nerves was bad. Nothing bothered me, I didn't think. My stomach kind of stayed messed up for nearly three years. Planning, shutdowns, all that kind of stuff. Making sure that what all the bosses says got trickled down to everybody. All that kind of stuff. Wasn't much to it. But being the type of guy I am, it, I didn't even realize it affected me. Until I come off that job and my stomach problems went away. And I didn't even realize it until later I got to think about it. Huh, that everyday thing almost, and all that, sitting in meetings, my stomach going, yeah, terrible. I, I ain't no doctor. Me, you know, I'm just old country boy. I didn't care. I just, and, uh, but after, after all I realized this world is affecting me, and I put on that, started putting on a little weight then. And I guess I learned from that that somehow or another, over the years, the fasting all the time, for two days a week, for three days a week, sometimes, sometimes the four days, and sometimes the five. Sometimes it's six days, sometimes seven. Sometimes 12 and sometimes 18, sometimes 21. They stopped. And right now, Pastor Mark, with the condition of the world and knowing that the pull of the enemies more than it ever has been, should be right the opposite. Are y'all hearing Brother Ford tonight? When you come here, sometimes all all you want is somebody just to put their hand on you and impart some faith and to touch you and say, God help my brother. Whatever's going on in his life, deliver him from that thing. And if you've got a problem, don't be ashamed Come up here and throw your hands in the air and say, Brother Moore. You can tell your pastor. He won't even tell me. I don't ask him. Don't want to know. If he volunteers it and you want him to tell me, he'll tell me. Otherwise, and he's waiting. He's just waiting. For you to come to the house of God 
and show him what's wrong. How many of a guy here tonight that wants God to drive you to a place where you can be just like him? I come to the realization, Brother Moore, it's not going to happen here if I don't get my, because God will move me out of the way. As long as I'm here, if I don't get my shoulder to the wheel and I don't begin to push, God's going to move me out of the way and get somebody that will. Because his church said it to the Sunday school class this morning. He built it right up against the gates of hell. He said, upon this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This church is a church that was built on the word of God. It is the word of God. It's Jesus Christ himself, the word of God, the chief cornerstone. And this church is built on that cornerstone. And he said, I give you power. He says, he that believeth and is baptized. He that believeth and is baptized. He that believeth and is baptized. Have we got any believers in the house? I said, have we got any believers in the house? And these signs shall follow them that believe. Lay your hands on somebody and impart faith. Lay your hands on somebody and pray the prayer of faith. Sometimes all they need is a touch. You're a believer. You've got unstoppable power. You've got unlimited power. Come on, come on. them. Anybody got a need in your life? Anybody got loved ones out there that you want God to move for? Have you got something going on that you just need somebody, the church to just pray for you? Just to call on God. Just to bind together with you till the power of heavens are moved and God comes down with his glory and fixes the need. We gotta have power in the house. It's as though the Pharisees and the scribes were content with at a certain season every year the waters were troubled and they were content with that miracle and that's all. But when the miracle worker and the miracle maker, the troubler of the water and the healer of the troubled waters, when he came walking and talking and working miracles more than any other man, they would not have him. They would not have him and they tried to run him out of their coast. But those that was busted, that was beat down, that had been so disgusting in their life, they came running to him. And when they came to him, he had their fix for them. It wasn't drugs. It wasn't alcohol. It wasn't any of the things of this world, any vices thereof. But it was his power and his glory and his healing. And there was virtue that came from him. It said after he called the twelve, he went into the next place. 
and they came from Jerusalem and Zidon and Tyre and they came from uh, Judea and all of the places round about and they listened to him and they brought their sick and their lame and they brought them that were possessed with devil and he said and he healed them and delivered them that's what he wants the church to do Come on, talk to your God. He wants this church to be powerful. He wants this church to be powerful. Come on, believers. Come on, believers. I just like to see some nights, just sometimes we come in here, just out of the blue, just one of the saints that get up off of their pew and go to somebody they know is in need of help and just begin to pray and to fall on their neck and cry out to God and God raise him up and deliver them and heal them. Hey, you're a believer. It's for you and it's in you. Let God use you. Come on, let God use us. Let's let God use us. Let's let God use us. I want to be used of thee, God. I want to be used of you, Jesus. I want to be used of you, Jesus. I want to be used of you, Jesus. I just want to be your vessel, God. I just want to be your servant, God. I just want to hear your voice. I just want to know what it is you would have us to do and what you would have us to be. God, lead us and guide us. Show us the way more plainly. Let our paths, oh God, be directed by you. God, help us to break up the fallow ground and allow the glorious word of God to fall into, into our lives, into that ground that's been broken. Hallelujah. Cause the rain of heaven to rain upon the dry and the barren and the thirsty soul and let the seed of the word of God spring forth unto newness of life hallelujah hallelujah spring up a well of the spirit within the children of God God move us from our place of being afraid to step out but God give us boldness to be used in the kingdom of God God to go out of this place from this time and God to be witnesses of your name everywhere we go to shine the light of the love of Jesus Christ that shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost to shine into a world that is needy and hungry that is in need of a healer and a savior that can pull them out of all of their disease, sickness and sin sickness out of all of their troubles I love you, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus. Come on, church, pray. I just want God to use us. This whole sermon was just out of a heart of wanting to be, wanting to be, wanting to be stirred, wanting to be used, wanting you to be used, wanting you to see your potential. God, give it to you. You got it. It's not from me. It's not from anybody else. It's from God himself. Jesus gave you the right. He gave you the right to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He gave you the right. Hallelujah. Let's pray for the dead and to lay hands on the dead and they come back alive. He gave you that power to speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. He's that God and he never changes and his word is forever settled. It will never pass away. You can depend on him. He will bring it to pass. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now, Jesus. Right now, Jesus. Right now, Jesus. Touch Brother Ernie. Right now, Jesus. Right now, Jesus. Come on, believer. Come on, believer. Come on, believer. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, believer. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Be it so. Even so, Lord Jesus. Even as he has asked God, so be it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give strength tonight, God. Give strength tonight, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, you can receive the Holy Ghost on a service just like this. In an atmosphere just like this. Lift up your heart. Lift up your head. Lift up your voice. Receive the Holy Ghost. Believe God that he can do anything. you got to believe. you got to believe him. You gotta believe him. You gotta believe him. Barnabas cried out. It wasn't enough for Jesus to tell him to come. That was to be expected, I guess, in a sense, because he said, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And he cried aloud, and they tried to get him to hush. But because he was blind, hey, if you don't see your need, you're not going to cry out. If you think it's all right to be blind, you'll stay blind. If you think it's all right to be crippled, you'll stay crippled. But he began to cry out, and when Jesus said, come, it wasn't enough to just get up and go. He could have left that old beggar's garment on, but he said, hey, he called me. He's going to heal me. And when he threw that garment off, hey, I believe healing was already there. He just had to get all the way to Jesus. And when they got there, he said, Thy faith has made thee whole. If you'll believe God tonight, God will do exactly what he promised he would do. Not my word, that's his word. If you'll believe him tonight, he will do exactly what he's promised that he would do. Come on, church. Come on, somebody. Come on, get a hold, get a hold of Jesus. Get a hold of Jesus. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Come on, if any man will open, I'll come in. Come on, church. He's knocking at Vendel's door. He's got the answer. not mad at anybody had nobody in mind I just know where I want to get to where I need to be is there fire yet on the altar oh got to visit the altar for the fire. Got to visit the altar for the fire to burn in. No, it's not all right to come and go. Do the same thing over and over. 
God's church is a vibrant church. It's a church on fire where new things are happening all the time. Old things create a newness in hearts and lives. Not a new message, just the lives of men being made new. New things happening all the time. A place of restoration. When the church is restored, new life begins. That old stump comes back out. It grows back into that great tree again. And the thing that he left, the thing that he left when he ascended, when he comes back, that's exactly what he's going to see when he comes back. Oh, it was cut down to the ground. But in the last days, he said, I saw it when it came back budding out. Joel says, it came back. And make me just like you. Just like you. Lord, just like you, I long to be, just stand alone. If you say stand, for Lord, you stood for me, just to be a beacon in a dark night, always shine. That godly light, this piece of clay can be made new. Stand up just like you, just like you, Lord, just like you. I long to be just a stand. If you say stand, for Lord, I know you stood for me to be a beacon in a dark night. Always shine that godly light. This piece of clay can be made new to stand up just like you. Everybody say it one more time. Just like you, Lord. Pastor Moore, just like you. Just stand alone if you say stand. For Lord, you stood for me. This piece of clay can be made new to stand up just like you. Let's put our hands together with thanksgiving for the word of God. Hallelujah. Stir us up. Amen. Stir us up in this end time. Break up the fallow ground and bring forth your will, your purpose, your desire, God. That's, that's what we all desire to be. It's vessels of God. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Ford, for the word tonight. Amen. Praise God. I'm ready to see souls born and lives transformed in a mighty move of the Lord. And the measure and the power that he has for this local assembly and our community. And you and I want to be a part of it to see it happen and see it take place. Sister Buford, you want to say something? Okay, that's up to you. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And I'm going to say this. Time after time. 
when you feel that anointing and you're wanting somebody to go out there and lay hands on somebody, Brother Ford, it's your duty. You take that mic and you go, and I'm not your pastor, but it's time to wake up. Probably two months ago, when I was really into reading some of the words, and some of what had been preached here, it just came on me, and I wrote you down, where God still wants some people to be prophets, prophesy, tell us some things that we need to hear. And it's just like I could have called my brother and said, Son, have you asked, Lord, is it your will that I get on my motorcycle and I go with, and it's just not <coughs> a good time, but Brother Moore gets to. God are led by the Spirit of God. We need to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. The world, the times that we're living in, we need to be led by the Spirit of God. Now we're going to stay. We're going to stay with the book. That's the reason we got it. We learned that this morning. Amen. Thank God for it. Amen. That's what the fivefold ministry is about. The operating of the gifts of the Spirit. All that's to edify and build us and strengthen us and for this kingdom to grow. Amen. See people born again of the water and the Spirit. Amen. And you know what? I believe that. It's in the Word of God, and I believe it. Amen. And you know what? When we sell out, it's, it's happening. It's happening. So God help us. We're going to keep stay with it. Stay committed. Amen. And just watch the hand of the Lord to work for us. Amen. I believe he's doing that. Praise God. All right. Birthdays. Got any birthdays? All right. Honor. Mitch back there, God bless him. Anyone else? Anyone else? I know some of them, today's the day, I think. Anyone else? I thought there was somebody else. Okay, if not, all right, let's sing happy birthday. Hey, Hunter, tell him you'll trade that dollar for that hundred. 
Praise God. Anniversaries. Anyone? Anniversaries. No anniversaries. All right. Love you. Appreciate you. Let's stand together. Let's, it's a praying time. It's a serious time. It's a nation. It's a country. Turmoil on every hand. But you know what? It's time for the church. We just humble and yield ourselves and let God use us and guide us and direct us. It can also be revival time. So let's let it be revival time. How about it? Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.